It's another week of trans-Tasman gibberish, but this week is different because this week we are world champions. World champions of cricket, world champions of A-sports. That is something that the Kiwi listenership can say nothing of this year. They failed. They failed at the last hurdle, but us Aussies overcame the tyrants that were the Indian match-fixing cricket team and pitch-doctoring cricket team to become world champions for the sixth time. Adam Strang, how are you, mate? I'm very good, Whitey. You're obviously very happy. Um, I am too, but I didn't watch a ball bowled in anger. I watched the replay. Really? Um, the half an hour or 20-minute replay. Yeah, it was, it's, like I keep saying, very late times for, for sport in here are ridiculous. And I look at my face. I need my beauty sleep at the yeah, best of times. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, very watched, happy. I watched uh, up until the Indians were four down. So it must have been yep. Coley got out. And it was incredible to see that. Like, they had started like a house on fire, the Indians, and they were crushing it. We got a couple of wickets and started to sort of peg them back. And then Coley chopped on off Cummins. Yep. And the whole stadium was quiet. There was not a sound, and he didn't want to leave. He was stunned. Oh, fucking hell. It was incredible. And then he walked off, and then, mate, they could not hit it off the square, the Indians. Well, they didn't hit a four for, what, 25 overs or something? Mate, it was, it was incredible. More. It was incredible. And then, so he bowled them out for 240, which I went to bed after. They were four for 191. Yeah. It was about 16 overs Shit. to go. And I, and I went to bed. And then I woke up just randomly at 2 a.m., and I thought, I'll just oh. check the score. Yeah. And on my phone, it said four, Australia's, Australia were four for 191. Wow. So I was like, oh, I've got to get up now. Yeah, so absolutely. I turned the iPad on, put the cricket on, and watched, the, watched it to the end. Awesome. And, uh, and I'm glad I did because the, the response when we won was worth it. The, uh, you could literally hear the individual Australians congratulating each other. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better team. The, the crowd was uh, like perplexed. They were, they didn't know what to do. And what I've noticed is that Mitch Mars is an, a terrible clapper. What he's got? What do you he's mean? got big wingspan on his claps. Yeah, he's just yeah. a big unco clapper. But don't you go from the elbows? Like, well, the, I think I like, think don't you just? Like it's, it's quite tight clapping. It's a tight thing. Yeah, but he had the yeah. big, he was like an albatross clapping. I know he's very excited. But Travis Hez was incredible. <laughs> Travis Hez was incredible. Marnus Labashane was incredible. Yep. Uh, yeah, look, and there's been blow-ups about Australia winning. Why? Who, who, who's blowing up about it? So let me now just – I might lead into the first story, Adam. Oh, please do. Right, please segue. do. So the heading is um, deluded World Cup claim slaps Australia in the face. So there are people in India – that are saying Australia didn't deserve to win, that sometimes the best teams just don't win. And you know what? Sometimes they don't. And True. India, without a doubt, were the best team during the up to the final. They well, were unstoppable. I, did, I honestly didn't think we'd win. I honestly yeah. thought so they I were didn't a juggernaut. Think either. Yeah. But they're now – so this is what they're saying. So unbelievable. So the most staggering comment has come from former Indian test batter Sanjay Mandraker who somehow managed to link the infamous Cape Town ball tampering scandal to India's defeat. What? 
The pitch was tacky, a bit rough on top, and likely to turn from ball one. So Australia wasn't really taking a huge risk by going against the cliche of putting runs on the board in the big game, he wrote. What? They knew their paces would get some lateral movement in the afternoon, plus the sandpaper-like top meant that reverse swing could come into play (laughs) with Mitchell Stark as one of the best exponents of it in the world in their side. Also, the slower balls were going to be a great option to go if nothing else worked. If Dew comes in later, hang on, I'm still going. If Dew comes in later... Was batting was bound to get easier. The ball wasn't going to turn as much, plus the slower ball as a lifesaver for the seamer when nothing works was not going to be an option. It was actually a win-win scenario for the team bowling first, and that was all about execution. He went on to write, to put it simply, 10 out of 10, India was beaten by the conditions first. Well, first of all, Mandrake was one of Indian's worst players, so he can yep. go fuck himself. Yep. yep. Um. I actually can't even remember seeing him play in innings. So yeah. I remember his name because yep. I think Billy Birmingham took him off with one of his fucking different names he used. But ser- seriously, sandpaper-like – what was it? Sandpaper-like top, top of the pitch or something? Yep, yep. So they're, they're effectively I – mean- like Australia had nothing to do with – Australia don't get to doctor the pitches in India. That's India's go, <laughs> which they did in the semifinal. Ah. Uh... So if I was a New Zealand listener, I'd be fucking furious about that because they they obviously doctored the pitch to win the game against New Zealand. So yeah. really, it should have been a New Zealand-Australian final like in 2015. It would have ended the same um, way anyway. Yeah, well, I think so. So, then, but- so this is good. So Muhammad Kaif, another you know, well-known Another guy, no-name. <laughs> I can never accept that the best team has won the World Cup. The Indian team is the best team on paper. <laughs> Well, they play on a fucking pitch and an oval, you fucking idiot. Seriously. No match, let alone a big final, should be decided on the spin of a coin. The luck factor exists in every sport, but both teams usually play on an even field. No, they don't. My God. My God. No, they don't. So Rohit Sharma came out and said he would have batted first anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I heard that. So that, that none of those arguments hold hold firm at all. I just, do you know what? I thought England were my most hated cricket team. India have become my most hated cricket oh, team. No, India always, India always have to be because the they just think they're too good for everyone. The well, BCCI, they run the, they run they the run whole it. thing. They run the whole show and they still lose, which is fantastic. I mean, I even had a friend of mine from, uh, who lives in the Gold Coast, actually, who's a Kiwi and said, oh, I was going for Australia, 110% hate India. And I was going, yeah. wow, that's a first. <laughs> oh, look, I think Australia, I think Australia, but Australia's won six out of the 13 World Cups, right? Yep. We always start slow in a World Cup. Always. Always mm-hmm. have. We've always lost the first or the second game. Yep. And then we come home with a wet sail. If India can't play a tournament properly, go fuck yourself. Sucked in. Yep. Australia, you know, and again, look, to be fair, I didn't watch a live ball bowl, but I watched a lot of the replay. And Australia just played better. They just played better. So this is how it's- this article finishes. <laughs> uh, fortunately, history is written by the victor. And when Australia's oh, detractors get together for their support meetings in the future... They'll look at the scoreboards and see that there was one team that stood head and shoulders above them. No pitch or Pierce Morgan buffoonery can take that away. 
<laughs> well, Australia's d- look. I was doubting Australia at the start of the year, and they've come yep. out and they've retained. They've they've won the World Test Championship, which I don't really give a fuck about, to be honest, yep. because I think you know you're always going to have. I love the arguments about who's the best Test team, right? So in Australia, okay, they won that. They retained the Ashes, and Pat Cummins made a few mistakes. We should have won that, but we retained them. Then we come out and win the one day World Cup, which I didn't think we'd win. So I've got to put kudos to you know McDonald and Cummins that they've done a great job. And it was a lot. They got a lot of flack when Langer got punted, but at the end of the day, they've done it and they've done it well and they've done it humbly. They haven't been assholes or or too arrogant like everyone says Australian crickets like. So you know, good on them. Good, yeah. well done to them. Well done to them. Yep, in the fine print, we win, they lose, eat shit, move on. Well, when they look back in five years' time, no one's yep. going to give a fuck, right? No, exactly right. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Well, let's stick with the cricket theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this. ICC bans trans- transgender uh, women yes. from cricket on integrity and safety grounds. Hats off, ICC. Well You've made a great decision. Well, well done. done. Um, look, I'll read the actual quote because it's it's better if I do that. So it says, girls and women enjoy fair competition just as much as boys and men do, and a level playing field is integral to this, which is wonderful, right? It's a woman in sports statement. Um, and then it goes to say, what did it say? Uh, hang on, let me get this uh, right. Because uh, it was the English that kind of pushed this, right? Because in the swimming athletic cycling and rugby transgender so basically people i hate saying that fuck people people who were boys and went through puberty is where they cut the line so if you've you were a boy and you went through puberty then you trans then you change your gender you're not allowed to play in these in these women's sports so that's where it all comes from so it says here we go. This is this is really cool. So it says the changes to the gender eligibility regulations resulted from an extensive consultation process and are founded in science. Science. <laughs> Let me just put that again. Science. Aligning with the core principles developed during the review. This is the ICC Chief Executive Jeff Allardyce. Inclusivity is incredibly important to us in sport, as it should be in life. Right? I added the as it should be in life. But our priority was to protect the integrity of the international women's game and the safety of the players. Discuss. <laughs> I think it's hopefully it's the start. Hopefully it's the start of sporting organisations making a stand and doing what is right because transgenders should not be competing against women because they are men. So it's as simple as that. And it's funny. You know, like all these fuckwits like uh, Megan Rapino and all these fuckwits, they're, they're all like, yeah, no, they should be until they start getting whipped fucking 12 nil. Then they're not going to want everything to do with it. I think it is poor. I, look, this it, it's so much deeper. It's so much deeper than just what goes on on the sporting field. It's all the other ramifications. But well done, ICC. You've done it. Uh, hopefully many follow your lead and – Use science as the true definer of who is who. Yeah, and I like how they've actually used if the if the person's if the boy has gone through puberty, that's a real good line in the sand sort of thing because that's yeah. when the testosterone 
builds up the muscle and all that sort of stuff. Because I'm a scientist, so I know all this. <laughs> um, so I can tell. So you know, um, I say science things like that sound good, like Jupiter and Mars, which is actually Greek and gods you, and Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> So simple. So oh, simple. simple but I effective. Simple but effective. It. Hey, if you, before we go on, talking of woke shit, um, not Uranus. That's not woke. That's just terrible. No. Um, have you seen like these queers for Palestine? No. So apparently, okay, I'm hearing this from another podcast, right? Some of our peers. And apparently there's this group called Queers for Palestine. Now, okay. Now, Palestinians, if, if refresh my memory, uh, Muslim. Yeah, they well, the want to kill the queers. They want to kill the queers. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering how if, and this is probably in America. Let's be fair. This is probably in America. Are the queers going to the protests with the Palestinians, and are they getting on together? Because I would have thought the Palestinians would have forgotten all about the Israel thing and then killed the queers. I tell you what, they're not doing. They're not going to Palestine to help. I tell they're you, they're never going to live doing. there. No, <laughs> they're never going to live there, are they? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, if there's a cause, they'll be into it. Well, let me be. F- let me be fair. It's more Hamas. Let's be fair. But even the Muslims don't like the queers. So anyway, mm. if, if people didn't know that out there, go and read a fucking book or listen to something. All right. All right. Your turn, mate. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> let's go. Oh. Oh, mate, you all right? Oh, Keep me awake. Me. I'm, Keep I'm, me awake, am I'm I? bored already. I can't imagine how the <laughs> listeners are. So schoolies have started here in Australia. Uh, so for lovely. those of you in New Zealand that may not know what schoolies is, it's when the kids finish year 12 and they go and make absolute fuckwits of themselves somewhere. And I live on in the capital of uh, the schoolies mecca of Australia on the Gold Coast. So. A lot of teens will come to the Gold Coast to blow off the steam of a very difficult childhood that they've had, and <laughs> they need this time to, you know, centre themselves again. And the way they do that is by getting as trolleyed as they possibly can, possibly getting arrested or ending up in hospital. Now, awesome. The Sounds big, like fun. So, Are do you, you remember? Uh, do you remember? <laughs> no. And, and what happens oh. is when people are older than the schoolies age, they're called <laughs> toolies. And yep, they they've changed it so much now that they've actually cordoned off areas in surface paradise that you have to have wristbands and stuff. You have to register. It's pretty full on now. Not like when I came yeah. up to Gold Coast for schoolies and it was Caligula. Uh, it is, it is not <laughs> like that anymore. I'm sure there are still <laughs> elements of Caligula. There's no doubt. But the the drink of choice this year for the young men. Hmm. Any idea what you think that would be? Oh, it'd have to be. Oh, it'd have to be. No, don't. I oh, know it'd have to be an RTD or something. Is it some sort of like odd company or or a pals or something like that? Oh, you guys don't have that over. Do you no, have that over? Don't. There? No, we don't. No, they're good. They're nice. I drink no. them. So it's 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 hard solo. Oh, I've heard of hard solo. Okay, now. Someone told me about that. So, awesome. I don't drink, but I had a sip of hard solo. Ooh. About, when I went on a golf trip a few weeks ago, I, I was like, oh, just give us a sip so I can get a bit of a taste. And I've got to say, and there's a quote in here from a, what would seem <laughs> to be an extremely bright 18-year-old man. 
who said, why drink beer when you can drink soft drink? <laughs> and I've got to say, I've got to <laughs> say, I tend to agree. Fuck, I so love Solo. This guy, I love Solo. Well, so Solo are coming into, uh, they're coming into a bit of flack <clears throat> because they are, they are, they're apparently preying on the memories and nostalgia of kids' youths of this soft drink drinking. And Ryan, a 17-year-old schoolie, was knocking back cans of hard solo on Saturday night. <laughs> Said he transitioned to the alcoholic version oh. of the iconic soft drink because it reminded him of his favourite zesty childhood refreshment. I bet you he used those words I'm too. I'm fairly certain he didn't. <laughs> Oh man! I, I look. Why would you drink beer, mate? Fuck. I'm telling you, it, it is you cannot taste the alcohol, and not only that, oh, they have packaged it really well. It's black and gold, oh, nice. so it's oh, very nice. masculine. So it's yep. not. So if you go and drink, you know, Bacardi breezes and all that kind of stuff, it looks like you're drinking a girl drink, right? These yep. are quite masculine, so they've the marketing is really good. The fact that yep. it's called hard solo would imply that you you know you have to be hard to drink it. Which looking at some of the pictures, none of these cunts are hard, right? <laughs> none of them. Uh, but but if you like the taste of beer, get on the hard solos because it's like soft drink, but it's packed with alcohol. With it's packed with so much alcohol, it will fuck yep. you up. Luke said on Saturday night. But that wasn't your son who said no, that, right? No, no. <laughs> another Luke, a redheaded Luke. <laughs> another Luke. Okay, and he so- and, and he's and he drinks a ten pack every Saturday night. And there's pictures of guys pack. walking around with a ten pack, and it's like six percent. So it's, it's a good all, nudge. It's a good nudge. Six percent. Uh, do you know what? I'll put my old man hat on. A five percent would have been fine. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like a beer. Yeah. Six percent. When you're drinking six percent beers, you're starting to drink IPAs, pale ales. They knock you around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so these this hard, or hand solo, as I'm now going to call it. Yeah. Um, is because uh, <laughs> I like I like my Star Wars too. Um, I, but I love the I love the art. I, I drink pals over here, which is like a soda water with vodka in it, right? Yeah. It's really nice with passion fruit flavors. Can they do a Pachito one or a Passiona one? Oh, I would mate, kill be it. That'd be good. I That'd would be kill good. it, but I love I love solo, man. I yeah, love well, mate, solo. You, you, when you come over here, we'll, we'll, oh, you gotta have a couple uh, whole solos, Han solos. I'm, 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 I'm getting a ten pack as soon as I, and I'm getting a ten pack of hard solos and and a a massive packet of twisties. Hey, I heard I, I love twisties. I miss twisties, man. I used to really? eat packets of them when I lived in the Goldie, or oh, lived in Australia, any. Yeah. Uh, um, my cousin just come back from um, Sydney. They were sitting on his on his uh, kitchen. I said, "Oh, let's oh let's open him." He goes, "No, no, no, Saturday Saturday night we're opening him. Special occasion." I went, "Yes, special Fucking occasion hell. twisties." I heard they've got um um cinnamon twisties now. Yeah, they're shit cinnamon. They're cinnamon. No, well, they they've got they've been running special. It's Dunkin' Donuts. It's Dunkin' oh. Donuts cinnamon donuts. They're, they're not good? great. They're not great. I gotta mate. try. I gotta try because I wasn't a big chicken fan. I wasn't a massive. Nah, chicken you gotta fan. go original cheese and the cheddar as well. I wasn't a massive. Che- nah, I'm gonna try just them original, all again. Just original I'm cheese, gonna, mate. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna try them all again. I'm gonna try them all. Again. Okay. Oh, so by the way, yeah. By the way, I, I started listening to a podcast. Um, Born to watch. Chris Dawson one. No, no. Oh, I was yes. To Born to watch. Yeah. Um, Did you tell me about that? Yeah, absolutely. You tell me about that because it's all in your yeah, old it's, hood. It's, it's where I went to school. Yeah, yeah, the teacher's pet. The teacher's pet, yeah. 
It's, re- it's really interesting. I've just nearly finished the first time, but it's really interesting. Anyway, I just thought that's a very interesting. Side. It's a great, it's a great yeah. podcast. Guys in jail. Yeah, okay. It's a grub. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I, I, I didn't want to spoil it for myself, but then I thought I wanted to look up Chris Dawson and his because afterwards there's another one. It's called te- the teachers fucking something else, and it's the court case. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's, good. it's oh, very I'll interesting. I'll definitely have a listen. Okay. Yeah, it sounds even from the first episode though. It's pretty obviously killed her. I mean, it's it's not it's not rocket surgery. No, but well, you'd think so, but there's they still haven't found a body. Fucking hell! That's, so he, he that's buried a well. No, he buried a well. Yeah, him and his uh, brother did right. it for sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. They did everything together. Yeah, literally. All right. um, yes, yes. Mm. Anyway, listen to it, people. Um, look, I'm going to go. I'm going to really bring it down a notch here and talk about the New Zealand election. Oh, fuck, we haven't spoken about that for ages. Um, do you know the three parties still have not come to an agreement six weeks after the election? So in New Zealand, it's a three-year term. So if my calculations are correct, they've got fuck all to go in their first term. <laughs> yep. They still have not got there. They've got what's going apparently... On? What's going on over there? Where's, where, what's oh, the mate, stumbling a, blocks? Where the, what's the a, hurdles? They're all fuckwits. That's the hurdle. They're all yeah. fucking knobs. And they all want to be the fucking king of the world. And, you know, they can't even get a soggy sayo together. You know, it's fucking shit. They're just shit. And it's annoying me now. And I, I really, I said it last time, I really wish I hadn't voted for any of these fucking idiots. I wish I'd voted for the fucking don't chop a tree down party or something. I don't know. Fuck, who cares? But seriously, they can't, if they can't organize themselves into a government, they can't organize the country. I'm just, it's just fucking pissing me off. And the fucking, Luxon is a right-wing fucking Christian fucking cunt, and the rest, the other two are dickheads. So the country's going to be run by a right-wing religious cunt and a bunch of di- a couple of dickheads. So you know, it just it fuck it just fucks me off, mate. I'm just over it. I don't care anymore. I just I, no one. Everyone here is just shrugging their shoulders, going, "This is a fucking shit show." It's just ridiculous. Anyway, that'll do me with that one. Done. Next. Okay. Well done. Well said. There's a comedian doing the rounds nowadays, uh, Matthew, uh, Matt Reif is his name, and he's a, mm-hmm. he's a bit of a good-looking rooster, and he sort of plays on that, and he's got a, he's got a latest, uh, a young and self-proclaimed physically attractive comedian uh, sparked I know, Matt yep, Reif, yep. backlash yep. for his latest thing. So he's, mm, yeah, gosh. and there's probably, in, in today's world, there's, there's a few taboo areas, I think, but I think in comedy it should be it should be carte blanche. You should be able to do anything you want in comedy, right? Because it is, it's your choice whether you want to, uh, you know, go to the show or listen to him or watch him. If you pay the money, you sort of yep. should know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, but Absolutely. He, uh, to open up his new show, uh, Natural Selection, he decided to try out a domestic violence joke. <laughs> so he told a story about being served by a right. waitress in Baltimore with a black eye. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he thought that it was obvious what had happened to her. But, uh, you know, he was surprised that in her battered state that she was still working, especially working, you know, front of house and, and serving the customers. And then one of his, uh, and, uh, he was like, one of his mates were like, well, well, I feel bad for her. What else is she supposed to do is, uh, you know, should, should be put in the kitchen uh, where she can't be, you know, where someone can't see her face. And his response was, but if she could cook, she wouldn't have the black eye in the first place. Oh, isn't that lovely? And 
Isn't that lovely? There has been massive blow-ups. <laughs> I, I think that's really funny. I thought, it's right. just an old joke. Yeah. It's just a, a good old joke. It, it, no one's saying that they want it to happen. It's just a yeah. joke. And he is, and, but he's also bullshit. come out and said, so it said, Rife's domestic violence joke led to a colossal backlash, but also division Ugh. online and overwhelmingly it was women who slammed the joke and men defending it. <laughs> Funny that's <laughs> right. Really? Uh, he said, if the man thinks that opening that, the opening joke is funny. I'm sure I'm not the first woman he has disappointed in less than three minutes. <laughs> oh, that's quite good. Uh, but it's, it's, um... it's uh, you know, uh, you know, I think that there should be, there should be, there's, there's no, there should be no rules with comedy. I think anything should be fair game. I think that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, anything know, should be because, fair game. Absolutely. Because I think that when you buy a ticket and you go and see, someone you should have some idea about what you're going to face oh 100 percent. and and it's but for me as well it's human nature to to laugh in the face of a terrible situation or a shit thing that happens right humor can kind of turn into something and try not to make it feel so bad if you know what i mean because everyone thank you 99.9 of people are against think domestic violence is fucking awful. We all get that, right? But let's let's not what am I trying to say here? Let's not take jokes away that, that are actually funny to try and make light of something, even though it's a serious situation, is what I'm trying to say. Right. And it also can highlight the issue that that, that, that that's being joked about. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree with you. I think I think everything everything's on the table for comedians and like you said, you know what you're gonna get when you go and see them. Um but the joke's still got to be funny, right? The joke's still got to... And, and do you know the best comedians, I reckon, although they're joking about a serious situation, it's a joke not... It's a... What am I trying to say? It's a ba- It's not about the situation, but the things around the situation. Yeah. Anyway. I, yeah, I, I know, know what you mean. I, being... all, Ricky Gervais is the perfect <laughs> example where th- there should, be, yes, there should yeah. be no barriers. You should, you should be allowed to say whatever you want. And to be perfectly honest, you... Should be allowed to say whatever you want anyway, like yeah. You, know, you should. You we, should. I was at a funeral on Monday, and a, a word that is probably not commonly used anymore, but is still used in some instances, is the word "fag" to talk yep. about gay people. Talk talk about cigarettes. And, well, what? Yeah, well no? to talk about gay people. And <laughs> one of my mates said the word <laughs> "fag," and a girl there absolutely yep. lost his shit at her, at him. What? She went, you know, you Why? can't call people that anymore. And we're like, so whatever you want. We're like, well, I don't give a fuck you what can. people think. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, good. So I'm just like, what? And it, anyway, in saying that, she was preparing for a 50th birthday, and she looked like it should have been a 60th. So move on. Right. <laughs> See, that's a funny joke about women aging. Yeah, love it. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Wonderful. What do you got next? <laughs> uh, right. Uh, I got some really important stuff now. Um, Deal those. This no, this as always. So it's now countdown's now called Woolworths over here, as we we talked about oh, on the previous right. podcast. Okay, yep. So they're going back to Woolies. Thank fuck for that, because I always get it confused. Countdown. Um, well, <laughs> fucking hell, that's that's a blast from the yeah. past. Woolworths to spend forty five million on safety initiatives after a hundred and thirty one percent rise in physical assaults. 
<sighs> in the shop. All right. In the shop. So uh, who's getting, who's getting assaulted? The, the, the workers of, 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 of Woolies are getting assaulted by, by punters. Um, it's just bizarre. This is bizarre. And it, it, it this does, does say something about here. It says, she said the situation in New Zealand was worse than in Australia in terms of, he, he's, he's really concerned. He's Brad Banducci, who's the chief executive of Woolworths. He's really concerned about New Zealand. And at times we're looking like four times the level of uptake on verbal and physical abuse actually in our store environment. So people are going in there and abusing workers at Woolworths. Why? I don't understand why. And they say, oh, because there's nothing on the shelves or whatever. It's like, but how is that the workers at Woolworths' fault if there's no toilet paper on the shelf or there's not a can of potatoes on there or whatever the fuck it is, you know what I mean? So why is this abuse happening in Woolworths? What's wrong with New Zealanders that they have to physically assault workers at Woolworths? It's ridiculous. I don't get it. Right. They're talking about putting, what a fog, do you know what fog cannons are? They're talking about putting fog cannons in some stores. What a fog cannon. Isn't that what you would use at one of your, um, your gigs? DJ. Yeah, maybe that's it. But what's, how's that going to break up a physical assault? I don't get it. I don't, you're I such, a violent, get you're such a violent race, you New Zealanders, aren't you? Yeah, uh, turn to violence. Seen Once for Warriors? I have seen Once for Warriors. I wouldn't give anyone any lip in the egg aisle. No. I'd be cooking the man the eggs yeah, too. Quickly. Um, if you can get them for Woolworths. So if you can't get them for Woolworths, you just beat up the Woolworths person. Apparently so. I mean, and then he, he can't get them. So all that's happened is that you've no, no one's got them and two people are upset now. It's just, they're talking about getting body cameras. Oh, for my people. God. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with the world when it's like that? Anyway, I just thought I'd bring it up because. I just like it being called Woolworths again, but also it's just the most ridiculous fucking, what, what, I can't imagine going in there and going, where the fuck are my bananas? You motherfucker and punch a Woolworths person because they've got no bananas in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway. All right, my last one. Okay. Yeah. Grandmother who forgot to declare chicken sandwich. Cops $3,000 fine at Brisbane Airport. Kiwi, That's the weirdest. A Kiwi grandmother who forgot to declare a chicken sandwich that was in her backpack oh. copped a hefty fine at Brisbane Airport. 77-year-old June was travelling from Christchurch to Brisbane and the Border Force officials told her that the sandwich that she forgot to declare would cost her $3,000. Oh, that's fucked. That's yep. So she bought a muffin and she bought a sandwich, but she was and she ate some of the muffin, but thrown it away, forgotten about the sandwich. Sandwich was still sealed, right? It was still sealed. So when she woke up, she filled out the declaration form. She had prescription medication, blah blah blah. She forgot about the sandwich. Wasn't until her suitcase and backpack were checked that she learned her fate. Three thousand three hundred New Zealand. She was fined. Fuck. She asked the official to throw it away from her, and they just came back and said, "Sorry, thirty-three hundred." That's bullshit. So she's tried. Sorry, she's tried to appeal. No avail. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's bull. That. 
So that's, apparently that's it's the chicken, right? Terrible. So it's the chicken that's there's a there's a big biosecurity problem with with chicken, right? It's cooked chicken. It's chicken cooked meat chicken. poses a significant biosecurity risk in Australia, particularly the risk of highly pathogenic, notifiable avian influenza virus, which can cause severe disease and mortality across Australia's poultry industry, and may also affect wild bird populations. Now, surely a cooked piece of chicken doesn't contain any of those pathogens, I would assume. Oh, that's... And and I don't think the New Zealand chickens are known for their swine flu either, to be fair. If it had come from fucking China or Vietnam, you might think a bit differently, but that's fucked. A 77 year old is forgotten. Mate, that's, that's, she, that's they shit. Can be, be better, they, Brisbane they, Airport, They can be fined seriously. up to $6,260. That's another bullshit. Aussie bird That's coming. Another Aussie bird last year coming back from Singapore. Six inch sub, cost a twenty six sixty four. After she failed to Fuck declare two it. ingredients being chicken and lettuce. Oh, for God's sakes! Yeah, it's you can't tell me a sealed chicken sandwich you know can't be burnt. You know what it is at the fucking. Tell you what it is. It's the COVID cash grab. What's it? Got to get the money back. Oh, it's money raising. Yeah, yeah it's, it's money like raising. It's like cameras. It's fucking bullshit. Anyway. <sighs> that's yeah, shit. Yeah, it's not great, is it? That's shit. Not great. No, nah, that's rubbish. Hate, hate that. Fuck off, Border Patrol. It shouldn't be borders anyway. Fuck off. Um, all right. What have I got? Is it ever okay to wear shorts in the office? I wear... Okay. Go. <laughs> I wear shorts every single day. Oh, there you go. You got lovely legs. I do have though. good legs. You do, I have, do have pretty legs. good legs. Yeah. Good calves. Yeah. If I don't say so yeah, myself, nice it's calves. relatively hairless and naturally hairless from years of football socks. <laughs> A lot of girls that feel my legs are quite perturbed about how smooth oh. they are, and they want to know my secret. And oh, uh, okay. I said, look, just uh, if you rub them, uh, your the hairs will fall You'll out know. on your legs. <laughs> Uh, look, I, I th- you should try the middle leg. I um, it's a- I only wear. Obviously, <laughs> it's uh, rather warm here on the Gold Coast. So yeah, for about nine months of the year, I would be shorts whenever I can. Uh, yeah, I have gotten in trouble of late for wearing thongs as well. So I now have to. I I had to buy a pair of Birkenstocks so that I look like I'm a fucking hippie. Oh. Uh, but if I, I hate Birkenstocks, but you know what? Oh. I prefer to wear them than closed-toed shoes. So, oh, and whenever I have a client meeting and I have to put jeans on or something, I just don't like it. Birkenstocks, yeah, no, Birkies. Oh Can you call them okay. Birkies? Say Birkies you... for me. Oh no, say Birkies. No, say it. No, nope. say Birkies. Nope. Fuck off. Okay. Um, Birkies. <laughs> Berkies. There you go. Okay, I'm going to give you I my fashion faux pas now. Okay, go for it. Boat shoes should be Not shot. Not a fan. People who wear boat shoes should be shot. Not a fan. You might, I don't know, I don't know if I've seen you in these before or not. We're going to say it anyway. Jorts, jorts should be fucking burnt okay, at the stake. So I don't have jorts. <laughs> I don't have jorts, <laughs> but I do have yep. a denim-like short. That I would not class as your quintessential jort. They're not. No, they're jorts. They're they're uh, jean shorts. Well, they're not. There's no belt loop. There's no fly. 
There's it's uh, but they are a denim-like material. So they're not denim, or are they denim-like? Uh, That's the question. Uh, if they're no, they're denim. denim they're, they're, they're not. They're not. I don't think they're true denim. I think they're denim. They're faux denim. But they're coloured. They're phenom. Coloured. They're phenom. <laughs> Knickerbockers for blokes. Terrible. Right. Terrible. That includes golfers. Yes, I agree um, with that. People who roll up their jeans or their pants oh, to show their fuck fucking white socks or their ankles. Nah, sorry. Get fucked. Do you, know my, you know what my greatest hate is? What's Skinny that? leg jeans. You don't like them spray painted no, on, No, I don't. I like, and I've got, I've got actually got a pair of tapered pants, like that yeah. taper, but they're not tight anywhere, but they do taper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had a, I've had a couple pair of trackies like that, which I fucking loved. But <laughs> there was a guy that I, that was a dad of one of the kids I coached for footy, and I swear to God, I do not know how he got his pants on. I do not know how he got them off. I think he just left. The, he took them on. He pulled them on once and has never taken them off. Was he Chevy Chase in National Lampoon's no, vacation? He wasn't that bad. Was he? Wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, what else? Um, I'll tell you what I used to rock in the 90s was the long sleeve shirt under a short, sl- uh, under a short sleeve yeah, shirt. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's got a place. That's got a place. Yeah, that's I, a, I would yeah, yeah. at golf um, in the winter when things are getting a little cool, sort of in autumn or in spring, and I don't want to wear a jumper. Yep. I would have a uh, like an undershirt, like a skins nice. uh, shirt. Yep. Uh, for a couple yep. of reasons, one, it would bring my, uh, my my body shape into a more attractive state, uh, <laughs> and two, I didn't want to have to have the bulky jumper. So. I'm yeah, all for a bit yeah, of an. Uh, gotcha. That was a real '90s grunge look. That was Eddie Vedder. Yeah, absolutely. I, I used to love rocking yeah. that. Um, I hate uh, men wearing berets. Should be shot. <laughs> well, that's shot only in France. On site. That's only in France. Oh, in France they can be shot. Yeah, I know, too. but that, surely, surely you don't walk down the streets of Auckland and see anyone in a beret. Oh, the women are bringing it back. So it means the men will do Fuck, it soon. Don't no, worry about won't. that. No, they can't. I, I'm not a um, I'm it, not a big hat backwards guy. Oh no, I did hear you know yeah, a big. I hat don't like hats backwards. Guy. Yeah, look, I don't wear a hat back. I, I've tried yeah. it, but I look like a fucking try hard older fuck skateboarder dickhead. I, I've never been a fan of the hat backwards. I don't get it. it yeah, it serves no purpose. Just don't wear a hat. You wear the hat <laughs> forward because it has a peak, which gives you shade from the sun. Wearing it backwards yeah. is just. Look at me, I'm a fuckwit. How about earring old blokes with no, earrings sorry, stop, in their right stop, ear? Stop. <laughs> any any male piercing I'm out on. Any male piercing. Oh, I think men should not I be pierced. To... I I saw I at this funeral there was a guy with a, no, a nose piercing. I wanted to rip oh, yeah, it out. Nice. Every time was I looked a ring at him, or was it a it was a, a it was a, no, it was a uh, hoop hoopy thing. He thought he was yep, fucking Captain hoopy. Jack Sparrow. Every time I saw him, I wanted to grab a fork and rip it out of his fucking nose. You know, I used to have I used to have a ring in the top of my ear, and then I also had an eyebrow bar back in the day. And I had the eyebrow bar done in Koh Phangan in Thailand with this with this English guy on this dusty road, and he was shaking when he was doing. It. I'm going, fuck! Should I get this done? Serious? It just would not heal. It kept pussing oh, over. Oh, funny and- that. So I got rid of Funny it. Funny that. Yeah, yeah. So I had that. That was when I had me long hair as well. 
I rocked it well, mate. Wear my cheesecloth shirt. I got told I should get the eyebrow ring back, but I said I probably can't because I'm an upstanding member of the uh, business community over here. And you're Um, nearly 50. (laughs) So shorts in offices, yes. 100%. uh, 100%. I agree. I think so. But you got to wear Birkin and Berkey. Well, it's it's because Ugh. I'm not allowed to wear thongs, so it's horrible. It's, it's, it's you know, I know. I, and look, I've got. Why can't you wear thongs? You're in the Gold I've got Coast thongs for on today. Fuck's sake. Yeah, nice. So I've got thongs oh, on today because I don't have any client meetings. I'm just in the office on my own today. Oh yeah. So nice. I actually spent the morning naked, uh, just you know, sitting in everyone's seat. Uh, <laughs> oh god. And uh, they got they'll have a nice little surprise tomorrow. But uh, oh jeez. But yeah, definite shorts. It's the same as like let professional golfers wear shorts. Uh, let I, I, I don't understand I why we now why we have these uh, ridiculous ridiculous social levels that we have to stand up to. Be comfortable. Agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, t- the 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 suit and tie is pretty. I don't. I hardly wear a suit anymore. Yeah, and I, I haven't worn a tie for. Fuck knows how long since I've worn a yep. tie, and that that helped when I when I moved from Melbourne to the Gold Coast. I walked up once with a suit, and they just laughed yeah. at me, and I said, "Okay, that'll be the last time I wear a suit." <laughs> but I wear, I wear because I'm in finance. I wear chinos and a, and a collared For shirt sure. or whatever, you know, or a polo yeah. or a polo. Well, I went, I went, um, to, but I also I went to a funeral on Monday, as I said, and I wore <laughs> a, a, a nice pair of jeans, some nice shoes, a black linen yeah. shirt, and a jacket. Oh, a linen shirt. Yeah. No, mm. yeah, it was look good. Look good. <laughs> did it look it good? Did look good. Have you got a photo uh, of you? You did don't you take, take a photo funeral, next to the casket. You don't take funeral photos. No, People, don't, that's yeah. okay. You... Here's one. <laughs> there were fuckers taking photos at the wake, that's, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Bullshit. I said to my mate, I said to Morgs, sorry, fun- I'm out Morgs. with funeral photos. I'm out. Yeah, and yeah, there were I'm people like standing there and oh. smile. No, sorry, I don't give a fuck. I've not seen that guy for 25 years. Yeah, I'm not getting a photo. It's not happening. Do it People after. were taking Do it selfies. I was like, "You one with the, I'm out on selfies with the casket. I'm out on selfies. <laughs> okay, selfies are for fucking teenagers, right? People were taking selfies, and I'm like, "Sorry, funeral photos, and now selfies. That's two. That's two X's yep. in my book. I, I think if you take a funeral photo with an open casket, that's fine for the last photo with the dead. I think that's all right. But uh, otherwise." <laughs> Should see the way why he's looking. No, I'm serious. I, say, I, I was a bit when when my dad passed, and he yeah. had we had a viewing before the service, and you could go behind the curtain, and they had the casket open. Yeah, mate, it's it's not it's not real. Like it, like the oh, fu- no, the fucker had makeup fucking on. Weird. It it's that's not the last photo that I'm t- I'm <laughs> taking. So he's poorly dressed as fucking Rocky Horror. <laughs> It's probably the best you've seen. It was probably well, what he looked he was, like in, they his, actually um, put a, in his school musical. They actually put a smirk <laughs> on him, so he smiled. It's the only time he smiled was when he was dead. Do you know what would be the best? Oh, I'm gonna. that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to tell Tash now. I want to smirk with the Joker face. Oh, God. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Open casket, done. Oh, Approved. I'll be gone. Oh, well, you're shame I won't be able to see that. I'll already be gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll know what it's happening now, and you're going. Oh, I'm not going. That's no, so, I, that, that actually weird. might spur me on. Actually, have oh, you really? seen now? Awesome. Have you seen? And this is probably the last thing we talk about because we're dribbling. But if you seen now, there is actually a guy. There's a there's a job for there's a guy, and his job is that he goes to funerals on behalf of the deceased, mm. 
and calls people out. What? So he's hired by oh, the deceased, the and the deceased says, "Okay, look, if fucking uh, if 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 Arnie Christine's there, ask her for the forty thousand dollars that I lent her fucking thirty years ago, and she can pay oh, my wife. That's- and if and if Jono's there." Tell him that, you know, I was sick in bed for fucking four months and he just came past, never said good day to me. He's trying to fucking root my missus. Right? And that's, oh, that's this guy's best. job. So he gets, I think it's $10,000 he gets paid yeah. and he goes to the funeral and they say, oh, is it, you know, would someone like to say something? And he stands up and says, actually, the, the deceased would like to speak. My name is John That's Smith, amazing. and I'm going to speak on behalf of uh, on, of behalf of Billy here, and he's got a few things he wants to say. Oh, that's yeah. brilliant! Yeah. That needs to be a movie, yeah. and then what happens afterwards? Yeah. That's a movie. Yeah, pretty right cool. There. So ten thousand bucks he gets paid, Fuck. and he's super busy. This dude, I bet yeah. he is. Well, he'll be he'll be working five or six yeah. days a week. Yeah. Easy. That's amazing. Yeah. Fucking hell! I'm, I'm I might look into that. See if there's any roles going at any of the companies around yeah. here. I've, I I do have one more story. Oh really? Because I think it's quite okay. interesting. Yeah, is that is right? it about is that, the is that election? Okay? <clears throat> Fuck Excellent. no! Go for your life. Um, so you've heard about this before, but a new this hobby company offers unlimited leave and sick leave to employees. So this is a thing that's been creeping in over the past couple of years and not many people have taken up to be fair, but they've given you unlimited leave. So you know how you get four weeks leave. How many weeks do you get? Do you get four four weeks? weeks? Yeah, I get four weeks too. Um, When I first came over here, it was two weeks. Really? And they upped it. Yeah. And in in America, it's only two weeks That's rough, man. In, In England, I got, as a commercial manager in banking, I got six weeks holiday. It was fucking great. You got, you got you got paid okay too. Anyway, so they're actually offering unlimited leave. Right? Is it? Do you reckon that would work? No. I mean, actually, you know I, what? I, though? I just is it paid unlimited paid leave? Yes, unlimited paid leave. Nah, I don't. I don't know unlimited how that works. Paid leave. Because I guess you've still got to get take, approval. Yeah. You've still got to get approval. So, it, it, but but if it's unlimited, they can't say no. Can they? If it's unlimited. Well, they can. Then, they, then you false. No, but they can say no. They could say, oh fuck. They could say that um, <laughs> battery's running out. They could say that. Uh, <laughs> they could say that. Look, I'm sorry, you can't take leave at these times of the year. I'd take fucking twenty five weeks leave every year. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it works quite well because the people. It's a hobby company, so it's people who are passionate about selling fucking anime stuff or love cards or love fucking, you know, um, what do you call them? Fucking Monopoly or whatever the fuck, right? So they like being there and around the same like people. Yeah, hang on a minute. So I, kind of, I reckon. Hang on a minute. Yeah. I don't give a what? fuck what you love doing. No one loves <laughs> working more than not working. Well, I don't, but, you know. Mate, if, okay, if you could be paid to not go to work, or paid to go to work. What are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. Well, look. Let me let me read a little bit. So, this guy says, "I've been in the trenches and in the corporates, and I've seen how burnout is a massive issue, especially over the last few years." So, to counter that, the store offers stuff: unlimited leave and unlimited sick leave. It massively increases morale and keeps them happy. It is a huge thing for us. So, I mean, it must work. For, I mean. I mean, if you think about it, so you've still got to do your job, though, right? You still got to get your job done. Yeah. 
So that, I think that's the that's the kicker. If you're not getting your job done and you're taking too much leave, they'll, they can sack you, right? Yeah. So if you're getting your job done, then you could take as much leave as you want, really. Okay. I mean, even I say to my guys, I say to them, look, if you get everything done and you've done everything proactive that you can do, then- Go on. Don't just fuck around, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. Just okay, take some time so then, yourself because there's going to be times when when you're really, really fucking busy and under the pump. So, so in some in some swings around in some European companies, it's a four day work week, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think yeah. that's ever going to take off? Well, one school over here is starting a, is looking at a, is doing a four day school week. They do it week. here. They do, do it they? here. Okay. PBC, right? Uh, they don't go to school on a Friday, or they don't go to school on a fucking Wednesday. For the seniors. That's Palm Beach Crumbin for everyone. Yeah, Palm Beach Crumbin. Yeah. Uh, for seniors. Yep. Uh, Eleonora, uh, for seniors, uh, are four days. Yep. Really? Yeah. There's a few schools that do okay. four-day school weeks. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, corporations is going to make you cram the fucking five, the, the 37 and a half hours into four days anyway. So you just work longer for, hours on those For sure. Days. I'd probably do that, though. I'd do that. I would I'd do def- that. I'd Absolutely. definitely do a four-day work week, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yep. I'd do, I'd, I would do a one-day work week and do eight hours on that day. I would do that. I'd, I would. I'd stretch to eight hours, not seven I'd and do, a half. I'd I do really six would. And you do six and a half? Oh, you got I lunch. I wouldn't take lunch. I a long take lunch. lunch. Yeah. You wouldn't take lunch? No. You just start at six and finish at 12.30 and that's your day. That's your week Pretty done. much. Awesome. I love it. I'm in. Are you going to be Prime Minister? Can you come over here and be Prime Minister of fucking this country so you can sort it out, please? Uh, yep, I can. I can do that. Awesome. Yeah. And you can do it remotely. You can do it from I'm Australia. Sure I could. You're allowed to now because of COVID. I'm sure I can. <laughs> I don't want to be in New Zealand, but I'll, uh, I'll definitely help no, sort it out. No, no. No, no. You can do it remotely yeah. now. You can do anything remotely, Excellent. so it's fine. Excellent. Not anything. You voted in, mate. Fucking voted oh. in. Fuck. What else is going on? Nothing, Nothing. else. Cool. Good. Maybe next week. Did you the late yeah. one? And my name is what? What does it say? See you next Tuesday, Adam. See you next Tuesday. With four exclamation That's marks, it. I was very frustrated. Yes, yeah, very angry. <laughs> very angry Tuesday. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. All right, mate. Well done. Another one down on that note. I think next week we, we may look at a conspiracy, but we say this every week. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but if not. It's just to get people to keep That's listening. It. That's it. Get that four people back. Uh, Adam, well was done. Was this our 20th? 20, uh, 21st, I think it is. It's, oh, happy 21st. Yes, happy 21st. Is it 21st? Yeah, I think it's 21st. We're legally allowed to drink. Oh, there we go. Legally allowed to drink in uh, Las Vegas. And, Excellent. Uh, and go Excellent. to the strip joints. Excellent. Love that. We'll do, we'll do, let's do our 22nd in Las Vegas. Let's just get a plane now and Why go. Not? What do you reckon? Surely Why? we can get a junket through, can... uh, through the bank of fucking Waikika Mukau that you work for, whoever it is. <laughs> Why kick a book out? <laughs> it's one of the biggest banks here. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um. Yeah. <laughs> all right, mate. I'm about to run out of battery. Uh, it's right. probably a good time to leave no it. No worries. Till next week. It's, uh, that's it from me, Whitey, and from my counterpart, Adam. It's been a pleasure. Bye for now. Cheers, Whitey. Cheers, listeners. <laughs>